Oh, wait, what quote should I do? Is there a quote from yourself? A quote from myself, from my life, from my birthday? Yeah. I have a quote from myself. Can I say it? And it's a quote from one of the books. He's not that smart, but he's my pal. That's right. Today we're talking about Theo. It's his birthday. Oh, gosh. That's right. The Lone Star Lover. Mm -hmm. The Whittled Drunkard. (laughs) The Lizard Lover. (laughs) You know him as all three. But also his name is Theo, and it's his birthday this month. Hmm. Or it was his birthday. That's a confusing mix of things that I am. The Tin Man. The executive producer. The producer. (laughs) Produce boy. (laughs) Trio, beefy tea. <laughs> you actually do have a weird number of nicknames. <laughs> none of them are very. Um, uh, none of them encourage me to reach my highest potential. The executive producer. Well, that's more. It discourages me because it's like I already reached it. You know. Oh. Fetal nose pliers. Yeah. You didn't say that name reminds me of hateful spirits this time. Fetal nose pliers. <laughs> Did I say that? On Facebook one time, Rachel said, what's up, fetal nose pliers? And Theo responded, look, it's okay because you didn't know, but that nickname reminds me of hateful spirits. <laughs> what does that mean? And that's when I said, this guy's funny. Yeah. I must have been like 15 years old to have said that, right? You were like 27. And Jackie was like, wow, I guess I like this guy. Wow. Yeah, I'm sort so of rude. warming up to him. I mean, that's what Theo did with us, but <sighs> sorry, guys. I'm lisping now. You sound totally normal. You do sound normal. Do I really? Yeah, I think you just always Maybe lisp, you've always lived. <laughs> yeah, maybe I did. I wow. do think it is really cruel that that's how we say that word. I know. Like, that's the word for the thing. Because if you have a lisp, you can't say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really mean, honestly. I know. Like, it's a test to see if you lisp or not. I bet that's what it was originally. Yeah. Like, your cousin Liz, who couldn't say L's, like, that's really, really upsetting. Yeah. Was it Wiz? She called herself Yiz. <laughs> oh, Yiz. <laughs> Well, audience, by the time you hear this, I'm going to be 30. That's the theme of this episode. You're finally joining us on the other side. This is like a time capsule. You get to you get to hear me as a 29-year-old. Amazing. They've never heard it before. Man. Isn't it wild that our great-grandchildren are going to be listening to this right now? Our great-grandchildren? <laughs> it sounded like great-get-grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say that word then? <laughs> uh, I mean, Rachel's great-grandchildren will be. Yeah, well, they're everyone's. They'll, you can consider them yours as long as you leave them your money when you die. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's the deal. Mm. Are we going to do one of those like three parent kid things? What? What about Steven? That's like a three dog night. A three body problem. I don't know which one of you to answer first. So I'm going to not answer either of you. But no, you, you know. can have a child with three parents. Oh, go ahead. Nobody has to have sex. Nobody can have sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the downside. You take someone's mitochondria and you put those into the other woman's egg cells and then you get the sperm and the egg together and now you've got a sperm with the genetic complements of two women. Whoa. Oh, wow, that's perfect for us. But aren't (laughs) mitochondria, aren't they just like... Rachel, is that why you asked us to do this podcast? You freak. (laughs) To lure Theo into (laughs) agreeing to be the father of our mutant child or whatever. (laughs) Yeah! Sister wives, here we go. Maybe Yeah, and, and by the end of the the series, I have to determine whose mitochondria I prefer. Oh, and whose egg? <laughs> yeah, one of one of us is going to be egg woman, and one of us is going to be mitochondria girl. The mitochondria mistress. The mitochondria mistress. Well, what would the, and the is egg, egg woman. Egg. Egg. A woman. Egg amor. Egg amor. <laughs> no, there's, there's got to be one. Egg When eh, the moon eh, hits your eye um, like a big pizza pie, that's egg amore. Email? No, that's a word. Jackie, 
You know this is my birthday episode, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's just have it be Ego. The mitochondria mistress and Ego. <laughs> Lego my Ego is what we say when we come to take your egg from you. But uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Because I remember You're wrong. learning that mitochondria... Was the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> no. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what Jackie tried to convince no, me of. because I remember hearing that mitochondria are little individual spiders that hang out in all of our cells. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. But they, they were originally just a different organism that was just like, oh, maybe I'll get inside that cell and, and just yeah. replicate with it. That's and correct. And so, like, how is that the, another person's mitochondria? That's just the mitochondria that live in that person. Oh, yeah. Well, now, so all of your mitochondria come from your mom. Only moms pass down mitochondria, so that's a complete maternal genome. Well, why doesn't someone else's mitochondria ever want to get in there? Sorry, it just can't. But it did it before, it could do it again. <laughs> can't it dream, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> They're not individual <laughs> organisms now. They're kind of the, you know, package deal. Oh my gosh. Kind of like me and myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you once used to be individual organisms. <laughs> I used to be independent. Me, myself, and I. So why, Theo... You're turning 30, and you decided you wanted to go back to childhood and talk about your two favorite books. How did these two relate to each other? Did you read them at the same time? <laughs> well. <laughs> to be honest, it was Rachel's idea. I know it was. <laughs> oh, so. It was a trap. <laughs> so you wanted some artifice to this whole thing. I choose to be real. I want to know why you why you agreed to go along with it, I guess, instead of picking something else. Yeah. Um. Well, basically, because I thought the best birthday gift Rachel could have given me was coming up with the theme for me. So I wouldn't have to think about it. So, that, yeah. so I was like, I will accept that. I thought you were going to say the best birthday gift I could have given you is choosing an episode topic that would produce a very short episode. <laughs> that too. Which is what I did. I don't think we should strive for short. I think we should strive for perfect. If it's perfect, it doesn't matter how long it is. It's always perfect. It's just the length is what changes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically, we're going to cover two books today. One is the book that I did read as a child. The other is the book that that book should have been. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a better version of the book you <laughs> yeah. read as a child. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so you're telling me you didn't read one of these? Yeah. No. I, I found it when I was looking up. My dog talks. Are you kidding? Sorry. He said it in our group chat yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> I don't care what he says in the group chat. I thought if I just emphasize every word in that sentence, some of it would sound like it. I don't care <laughs> what he <laughs> says. <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell you the story. Yeah, tell the My Dog Talk story one more time, although presumably anyone listening to this episode is familiar with it. I know. Once we say something one time, you guys probably remember it forever, right? <laughs> yeah. I think I only told it on a on a Your Brush With Fame. Oh, well, then you better explain it. But we've referenced it before. Oh, well, I guess that's our bad, isn't it, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's fine to have a little mystery. Okay. So, audience, I'll take you back to when I was in kindergarten. The curtain opens. On a book fair. It's 2004. Oh, was it? No, it would be before. <laughs> I don't think so. Probably like 1997. <laughs> an old kindergartner. Well, it took him a while to get there. That's why he was always fantasizing about skipping grains. <laughs> Kindergarten. <laughs> right. like I need to years. catch up in <laughs> yeah. some way. <laughs> You'd be like an 11-year-old in kindergarten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, no, like like 12 or 13 or something. Okay, go ahead, Theo. Actually, I went back to kindergarten. Like, I did all of my elementary school, and I thought, like, oh, there's yeah. some stuff I need to refresh on. So I'm going to go to kindergarten again, then I'll go to sixth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but basically, there's a there's a book fair in our school library, and there is a special feature at this book fair, which was there was a jar of jelly beans. Yeah. And you had to guess how many jelly beans were in the jar. And if you won, you got— And if you didn't, you got expelled. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to uh, to cut spending at the school. Oh, we only have one student now. 
separate the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, great student to teacher <laughs> ratio. Uh, yeah, so the prize, if you guessed how many jelly beans were in the jar, was not the jar of jelly beans, which would have made sense. Punishment fits the crime. It was actually, you got a free book from the book fair. Oh, well, one's good for your brain, one's bad for your teeth. You figure out which. Is it a crime to guess how many jelly beans are in a jar? <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably edit that out when I said about the punishment fits the crime. No, leave it in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then this is the kind of magical part of the story that will delight listeners, is that my brother and I. Two different people. Two different people. <laughs> different walks of life. <laughs> Same mitochondria. Yeah. I suppose so. I mean, just like any little boys, right? You had something in common, and that was... Mitochondria. Mitochondria. No, I, being obsessed with... <laughs> Stop it, Jackie. You're ruining the flow of the story. Well, you haven't... You have to... This is the whole background of the story you haven't given yet. Theo, bleep it out. Bleep it out. Okay, it's bleeped. Consider it bleeped. Okay, I kept thinking you were going to get there, but... You keep that is also bleep. I was worried you were going to forget <laughs> it. Just keep bleeping her. You have a um, Okay, so this is the miracle part of the story. My brother and I didn't speak to each other. We both guessed 98, and that was exactly how many jelly beans there were. And I remember when they announced it in the morning on the school news report, WKID, tune in. It was like unreal. They said the winners of the jelly bean competition are Theo Chandler Seth Chandler. Only the two of you? Yeah, only the two of us. Whoa. Which is crazy. I mean, you would think they would have had to investigate for possible collusion or something. If like, Yeah. <laughs> or like, what if there had been a third person and you found out like, oh my God, that's our brother too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Check the mitochondria. <laughs> yeah. but, um, <laughs> only Chandlers can guess how many jelly beans are in this jar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so then... I, wait, oh. before we move on from the jelly beans, Jackie... Have you ever correctly guessed how many jelly beans are in a jar? Because I have. And my prize? The jar of jelly beans. <laughs> oh, you fucker. <laughs> um, no, I'm notoriously terrible at those games. Like, I never, ever come close. Yeah. My jar had 400 and something in it. Hmm. I, I always heard that what you're supposed to do is, like, you know, count the number down and then count the number across and then try to do some kind of, like, math calculation. Yeah. And what always ends up happening is, like, we have a jar of jelly beans and I'm like, hmm... According to my calculations, there's about 6,000 jelly beans in there. And then it's like, it, it's just way too much. You, c you couldn't possibly fit that many. Mm. Well, that's how I did it, and I was right. So you hear a strategy, and then you determine, I'm not going to use that strategy. And I'm just going to say, according to my <laughs> calculations. <is> yeah, <laughs> four. It looks like four. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but anyway, audience, I, so I, I went to get my free book. And here is a little context as I was looking for my fruit book, is my brother was really into toxic waste at the time. Which means you were. <laughs> like, like, like you couldn't get him out of it. He was mired in it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's like any activity we we're doing together, toxic waste would factor into it in some way. Like we were imagining a video game that we would play. We were like playing with action figures. It was like toxic waste was always part of it. I had no idea what toxic waste was, and I was not about to ask. <laughs> not <laughs> I was about too to ask. scared to admit I didn't know. <laughs> Where did this come from? Like, was this like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Everybody was into toxic waste in the 90s. Oh, really? Because of Ninja Turtles? It was lime green. Lime green was a really popular color yeah. back then, too. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. I remember my brother drawing Crash Bandicoot levels with toxic waste that he had to jump over. Oh, it was also from Crash Bandicoot. That's probably where we got See, it. See, well, in the Mutant Ninja Turtles, it creates you know, you into a Ninja Turtle. But in 
other things, it just seems to be something you avoid. No, it doesn't turn you into a ninja turtle. It turns a turtle into a ninja turtle. Yeah, whatever. You're a turtle, then you become a ninja turtle. Maybe I'd become a ninja human. <laughs> yeah, you a teenage mutant ninja human. <laughs> <laughs> in every other thing in video games, you're just supposed to avoid it. So why was he so... Why did he think it was such a positive thing? Well, no, 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 he thought, he it, thought it was, it was negative. Cool. It was something to be avoided. It's cool, oh, okay. but it kills you. Yeah. Is the thing. Kind of like how we all thought quicksand was a big deal in the 90s. Yeah. Like we all thought it was going to be a big danger. There is toxic waste. It's just not cool. <laughs> like, there's a lot of it. <laughs> womp, womp, bringing us back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, that's the difference between toxic waste and quicksand. <laughs> Chernobyl happened. Seth made a big joke out of it. It wasn't funny. Let's move on. Yeah, we should cancel it. <laughs> so anyway, audience, keep that in mind. I have toxic waste in my head. That's the context. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm strutting around the library. I'm thinking, you know. Wow, I could get any one of these books. And everyone in my class is like waiting back in class thinking like, what book is Theo going to get? What book is Theo going to get, you know? And but <laughs> the librarian is taking me around to the various books and she's like, you could get this one, you could get this one. I remember her showing me some Berenstein Bears book and some like Calvin and Hobbes compendium thing. And it's like, uh. I knew I wanted that Calvin and Hobbes book. Yeah. I remember we just sort of like walked by this one table and I sort of stopped. And I, was, I saw that book. Like, she wasn't even going to offer it to me. How old were you at this time? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Right? Kindergarten. Okay. What yeah. was that for you? Five or six? Probably one of those. And you couldn't read? I could read. He could read. Oh, that's a problem. He just didn't know what any words meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, when you're just hearing your brother talk about toxic waste and you have no idea what it is, and the word toxic, you don't really pronounce your L's very well, so the word toxic sounds kind of like talks, like the word. Mm -hmm. Basically, the mistake you make is you see a book called My Dog Talks, and you think talks is the name of the dog, and it's a nickname that is short for toxic waste. So the dog's name is toxic waste. You just, there's so many levels of like deluding yourself that you had to go through. <laughs> yeah. And I remember the librarian being like, are you sure you want that, Theo? <laughs> yeah, because when I look it up, the book is for, like, maybe four-year-olds, which, you know, not that different. But I know. I mean, the crazy thing, I remember getting the book, going back to the, my classroom, and then reading it in, like, 20 seconds, being like, that wasn't what I expected at all. <laughs> it was, like, way below my reading level. <laughs> I like how you're like, that wasn't what I expected. Guys, here's what my dog talks is. I'm Sam. I have a dog. He talks. We're friends. That's not what I expected to happen in a book called My Dog Talks. <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be like, here's my dog, Toxic Waste. Here are the adventures we get into mutating into turtles and stuff. Like that, you know? <laughs> that's what. That's your mistake, Theo. You should have gone for the next book in the series, which is My Turtle Talks. Uh. <laughs> that one gets good. My Turtle Talks and does ninjutsu. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say you showed it to your brother and you were like, look, Seth. And he's like, why did you get that? I don't and, he, and you were like, look, toxic waste. And he was like, Theo, <laughs> you gave us two different stories about how you realized this wasn't. Yeah, it, that's what I'm a little vague on because I do remember him being completely unimpressed. But I don't remember if when I showed <laughs> it to him, I already knew and I just had to explain what I thought it was. Or if I was still excited. I can't remember that part. I thought you were like, like you read it and you were like, well, this is kind of boring, but at least his name is short for toxic waste. <laughs> and then you told Seth about it and he's like, it's not short for toxic waste. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were like, my teacher read it wrong. Like this book sucks. Maybe Seth can explain why it's actually good. Well, it's a boring book and the dog's name isn't toxic waste, but at least what could I have said then? 
It was free. (laughs) (laughs) At least it was free. At least it wasn't Calvin and Hobbes, the complete (laughs) compendium. Something I would have enjoyed having to this day. I bet this book is like $3 or something, right? Whereas like I could have gotten a book that was like $20. This doesn't make any sense. You can get any book you want from the book fair. They don't put a cap on it. Yeah. My God. I mean, that's the power of jelly bean counting. I would have gone insane if that happened to me. (laughs) Too many options? Too much power. I don't think... I often got to buy things from the Scholastic Book Fair because my mom was kind of like, that would be a waste of money because you would read it right away, which was okay. They also were just really expensive. Um, yeah. So that's all that happens in My Dog Talks. I want to talk about Martha Speaks. No, there's whoa, a little whoa. more. What, there's a little what the more heck? Jackie, you can't just railroad okay, this fine, whole thing. Go ahead, then go ahead. Also, the, you know this is his birthday episode, right? <laughs> I'm Not sorry, ours. I thought we were done. I took notes on my dog. Oh, okay, talks. I thought we were done. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought it was winding down. I was wrong. Okay, audience, if you want to hear what we think about my dog talks, become a member of the Patreon for three dollars or more a month, because the rest of this episode will be available for patrons only. Ah. All right. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect time to cut it off.